Oh, welcome to the shit you may not have seen podcast. Now you watch film you may not have seen. I'm Scott. I'm Joe. How are you doing? I'm not bad, mate. How are you? I mean, I'm getting better, getting better. I'm going to off to deal with the luggy, but now we're back. That's it. And your wee trip to America, mate. Aye, aye, aye. How was that? It was good. Spending sourcing film locations and stuff. For movies, so. Sweet, uh, the pictures were cool, man. Aye, it was good fun. Good time. It rained all the time, though, which I wasn't expecting. I know. I've, aye, I listened to a podcast. I was talking about uh, Leroy Me, actually, the, the guy for God forbid, the metal band. Right, uh, he stays there now and here. So he's constantly talking about and just saying it's pissing a rain 24 7. <laughs> it's mad. It's like the most rain I've had in 20 years, apparently. And it was, had to be the week there. That you were going folk for Glasgow. Ah, exactly. That's it, man. <laughs> you took your weather with Went you, mate. Went off for the sunshine. That's and it. Brought the rain. That's it. Brought Glasgow with you. Aye. Anyway, what are we watching? It comes at night. Nobody's sick here. Can't trust anyone but family. You don't get it. How old are you, Travis? If they're sick, then I am too. If you're lying to me, I will kill you. Cool. So it comes tonight for 2017. Uh, it, it, it is a horror movie. It is, it is uh, a horror movie. It is, um, I'll read the, the blurb. Uh, secure within a desolate home as an unnatural threat terrorises the world, a man has established a tenacious domestic order with his wife and son. Then a desperate young family arrives seeking refuge, which is basically the setup for it, kind of. Aye. That's pretty big um, on the on the button. So this is a uh, writer-director, Trey Edward Schultz. It was his second uh, feature film done a film called Creature before that and he's not really done much after he's done one other film right yeah, called Waves um, which I don't mind about no I don't really know anything about Creature either actually um, he's not like a, a big name director or anything. right right uh, starring Joe Edgerton he's pretty well known yep. uh, Star Wars Episode 2 Smoking Aces The Gift 
That's right, aye. Yep. That's right. I forgot he's in smoking. He says he's the the kind of the, the kind of sidekick of the main guy. Yeah, about yeah. a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's actually pretty good in that. Like Joe Edgerton, he's good. Ah, he is so. good, aye. Um, what was the other one I seen him in? It was actually. Oh, he was in that um, that bright as well. We will we will Smith the uh, kind of oh, fantasy. Right, aye, aye. Yeah. Kind of played the orc. That's right. Uh, aye. It's weird because you can still tell it's him. <laughs> he plays Paul, who's the main kind of. Antagonist, I guess, to the yep. film. Um, mm-hmm. Well, being protagonist of the film, he's the he's like the father of the house. Yep, uh, a kind of man's man, I guess, sort of thing. Seems Aye. like a bit of a woodsman type type guy. That's it. Big beard. He, he's his wife is played by Carmen Ejogo. He, she is Sarah. She's been in a few decent things. She's been in film Selma, the civil rights movement. That's right. A few I've years not ago. seen it, but I remember. Aye, it. She, she's in that. She's in Alien Covenant as well. Which is uh, shite. It is, it is. We've, I think we've said that before. Horrible. We'll see it every time. Horrible film, man. <laughs> uh, she's also in one of the series of True Detective. I'm not sure which one. I think she'd be in the third one. Aye. I think so, yeah. aye. Husband and wife and their son, a guy uh, played by Kevin Harrison Jr. Mm-hmm. Uh, his character is Travis. He's been in a few things. Uh, 12 Years a Slave. Right. Uh, that film Serrano, the Serrano de Bergerac. Yep, yep. Adaptation, and he was also in the Elvis movie that came out last year. Oh, really? He plays BB King in that. Fucking BB King. Aye, I know. But young is he not? Well, I mean, when was that? That was <coughs> so. When's the Elvis set? Like Elvis, well, well, a bit of a bit of fifties, fifties, sixties, seventies. That's yeah. weird. Maybe he's playing BB King when he's younger. Young then. Aye, I guess a lot young because he's pretty fucking young. <laughs> in fact, he put, maybe an eighteen-year-old. I mean, he's twenty-seventeen, so forward. Aye, okay, you know, aye, five, six years, maybe about twenty-five now or yeah, something like that. Aye. Yeah. And then the other family, the, the, the one that show up at the door, a guy called Christopher Abbott, uh, who plays a character called Will. Um, mm-hmm. He's had been in A Most Violent Year, yep. uh, First Man, the uh, Apollo mission movie, yep. and uh, Possessor. I know, because I was watching <laughs> I was watching the film last night, in prep for this, and I was like, I know this guy's face. I was like, what the fuck do I know this guy from? And I was like, I looked up, I was like, that makes perfect sense. Aye. Another grim film, that he just must sign himself up for a grim film. Like, how grim is your movie? Aye. <laughs> Ch- children die in it, cool, sign me up. Cool, man, hook me up, Aye. I'm in. Um, so Possessor's on our list, so we, we, we might get to that at some point. Look folks. We've that. both seen that already. Yeah, uh, but Scarred mentally. Yes. Then uh, his wife is played by Riley Keough, uh, her character name is Kim. She's uh, been in Magic Mike, uh, she's in Mad Max Fury Road, you were just talking about that. She plays one of the wives. Oh really? In fact, uh, I just watched that last week. No, the, the one with the, red, the fiery red hair. Ah right, uh, so okay. She, that's, That's she, play, she plays that character. Oh, right, okay. Right? And uh, they've got their young son who's a lot younger than uh, Kevin Harrison Jr.'s. Character Kevin Harris Jr. is like seventeen or something. He's meant to be, I think. Aye. He's, aye, he's, he's, probably, he's probably older, playing younger. But, aye, yep, uh, yep. but the the young young kid in this one is maybe like what six, six seven. Aye, so, aye. so he's a uh, Griffin Robert Faulkner. He's been in other stuff, but nothing, nothing like of note. Oh, that's like that's about it in terms of characters. Uh, there's aye, there's, no there's a few it. there's a few other people, but they all die. They just die. <laughs> I've, aye, just death. Right, so the film's basically, it's a plague movie, a pandemic movie, really. Aye, well, I mean, I mean aye. pandemic before the pandemic. It's interesting going back and watching these films after having totally. lived through the pandemic. I think it puts a different spin on the films. It does, because everybody in the planet's experienced aye, what it's totally. like to be in a yeah. fucking pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like some of the stuff in this was, obviously things didn't get as bad as like the, the people would expect them to go with the, the actual pandemic that we went through but yep. there's stuff in this where you would think that people would that's what they would have been thinking like 
people isolating themselves, being really distrustful. Oh, well, I, I mean, mean, that did happen. They got really distrustful of other people. Uh, you know? Yep, and the isolation. Who's infected, who's yep. not infected. You know? Yep, aye. The isolation I thing was, I mean. Aye, aye and having to wear masks around everybody. And totally. I mean, I, exactly. I mean, everybody knows what it's like to, and the, the fear element of it, you know, mm-hmm. you not knowing, you know, during COVID, you know, at the start especially, Nobody really knew the severe the severity of it. Yeah. You know, it was like some folk were just dying of it. Some folk were just getting like kind of mildly ill. So it was like this real scary sort of double edged sword sort of thing. Yeah. It's like you know, you might be one of the ones that dies of it. You might be one of the ones that just gets over it. But mm-hmm. aye, it's a fucking horrible. I mean, situation. right at the start of this film, like they they kill off the the grandfather of the house because he's got he's got he's it. got he's got the plague. Yeah. Uh, and like they shoot him and then they burn his body and that was kind of what you were expecting to see like at the beginning of the fuck I yep, yep. the COVID-19 pandemic because they were setting up stations for incinerators and stuff they to, were, to aye, burn aye. bodies you know, I, rem- I actually remember like right at, a v- at the very beginning of it when it re- really kicked off and it was like this is actually now an extreme problem you know I think it was just when they were on the cusp of basically shutting everything down and yep. I was walking actually because obviously I mean, we're, we're in Bells Hill right now and I stay in Bells Hill as well it's a place in Glasgow well in Glasgow fucking Scotland but um, I remember walking out my street and just hearing you know, watching the news walking on my street and then just hearing uh, ambulances like it was totally I was like fucking it was like being in 28 days later yeah. it was so weird I heard an ambulance going whoa 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 and it pulled up outside the house at the bottom of my street People, paramedics ran out with masks on and basically brought this old woman out, man. I was like, what the fuck is this, mm-hmm. man? So this was right at the start. So hi, I was like, this this is not fucking good, man. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You don't see any of that kind of stuff in this film. You, no. We join uh, Joe Edgerton and his family. Like They're already isolated. They're in this big house. There's board, windows are all boarded yep. up. There's only one way in and out of the house. That's right. They're basically, they, they kill off their, their grand, the grandfather because he's, he's got like the black boils and everything. Aye. Over yep. his body, and they take him out in a wheelbarrow into the which is like kind of like when the plague you see the you know mm. the the old like um, like the black plague and stuff you ah, see like the, uh, the, drawings of that and stuff it's like carts yeah well there's a there's a painting in the film that's hanging Aye. on the wall it's it's of the black plague that's right uh, what was it? I did take is that in the house it is in the house aye uh, <coughs> the painting featured in the movie at the beginning is titled the triumph of death aye yep yep uh, and it was Euronymous uh, Bosch was it you uh, know Peter Bruegel. Painted in 1562. Right. Yep. I, I mean, they, I mean, as grim as, they, they yep. paintings are cool. I mean, they're grim as fuck, but, I, aye, but they're, yeah. they're pretty cool. And yeah. <laughs> a heavy metal way. And a heavy metal way, <laughs> aye. Aye, so they, they, they bump him off and that kind of sets the, the bar for where the kind of the film goes from the there. The tone, aye. Yeah. It doesn't really get much happier for pretty, that point. Pretty, pretty dark movie. <laughs> so at, at night, uh, they basically find uh, Chris Frabbit, Will, Try to break into their house. He says he thought the house was empty. Do you? Do you think that was the case? Um, I don't know, man. It was kind of weird with that whole scene. There was, a, in fact, there's a lot of things after the grand. You know, they, they basically killed the grandfather and stuff like that. And then I was like, right, okay, I, you know, you get the gist right away. Obviously, you see the state of him and stuff like that. But then there's a lot of emphasis on right. Pretty much right for the word go, the, the red door. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the one door. The, the one only door. Way in and the, out of the, yep, yep. The so there was some cool, there was some cool, um, kind of cool cinematography, kind of quite early on in the movie. But it was like that. I don't know if that was actually in the house or probably just constructed to. Mm-hmm. But that's a really cool shaped kind of hallway with yep. the, the door and stuff like that. At the end of it. 
I was expecting this movie to be something else than it was, and I think it, it, even the title sets it up to, to that was make you what, think. It's one of the things about this film is misleading a, lot a, wee of, bit. a lot of people were kind of misled by it. Yep, um, totally. I, rem- I remember the trailer coming out for it and seeing the trailer and thinking this looks like a really interesting horror movie. Yep, yep, me which, as well. Which it still is, but it's not the type of horror, horror movie you I think thought it was going to be. Yep, totally. And, that, and a lot of people hated it because of that, because they went in expecting like a scary monster horror movie, and Aye. It's, it's not that at all. Aye, see, I thought there was going to be something like that as well, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was expecting it to be like some sort of like entity, because obviously we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but you know, there's bits in the film where you... Th- think that might be the case where they're scared to go into mm. the woods and stuff like that and you think well why are they scared to go into the woods obviously it's just because they might run into other humans yeah. that are infected but certain points in it where it kind of gives you the suggestion especially when the the, the family dog runs right. into the woods and the boy's looking into the, the trees and you don't know what he's looking at but it's that scene stays static for ages so yeah. it's almost like you're expecting some sort of you're you're looking at you're it, looking, looking at it, for looking for something. Well. So it yeah. sets it up as if there's some maybe some sort of supernatural sort of yeah. vibe. So it's weird that it kind of toys with that as well. Aye, the, within the film, it's almost like it knows that it's going. It's it's misleading you. Aye, I, I think he, the director probably was going for that. He was going for, because the the it is ambiguous. Yep, totally. You know, like it's, the it, is the it an actual it. Or is the is the, the, it, the, like, the disease the disease or yep. is it the it other people? It's the, exactly. I think he's deliberately ambiguous for sure. Aye, like on, totally. And fucking me with that as well. You yeah. know, with the, even the, like I was saying that you know the the things to do with the door. Why is the door painted red? Aye, it's, I, I I don't know if he, uh, they probably stylistic maybe stylistic. They probably just thought it was a, a vivid color to give door because the rest of the house is kind of just wood wood, wood colored sort of Aye. typical cabin type. Totally. Stuff and then we've got this vivid red door. Yep, yep. It's, so like, it's glossed as well. It's like a red gloss. Yep. So it's really kind of. Aye, and I don't know about you, but I always thought I thought the red door was some sort of warning. It was like to ward ward off something, or to ward you going outside. Aye, you know, it could work both ways. Yeah, Aye, yeah. but for me, again, playing into the because at the start of the film, you kind of think there's a supernatural sort of element to it. So mm-hmm. that I thought the red door was maybe some sort of folklore thing where red, yeah, yeah, you know, right. is keeping danger at bay or, mm-hmm. or whatever. But uh, aye, so cutting back to, you know, the the guy being in the house, breaking into the house. No, I, I genuinely, I don't think there's anything sinister, anything sinister about that, his character, really, at that point. No. I think he genuinely, I mean, because it was at night, the place is boarded up, there would have been no lights on. So he's yeah. probably, he probably was genuinely, you know, trying to find some sanctuary. I don't think, like you're saying, I don't think there was anything sinister about his character, but that, yeah. I think that's the, the twist in it, because there's sinister things about Joe Edgerton's character. Yep. Paul, you know, he's... That was the smart thing about... That, uh, that was the smart thing about this film. I, I think that... Because usually when you join a film like this, you're with the hero, yep. basically. But I think we join it and we are with the bad guy. Yep. You know, that's oh. that that's kind of how it two-foots you because you're, initially you're like, to start with, it's Joe Edgerton, the, the kind of character... Typically that, plays a good guy. Uh, the, not, not just that, he's the actor that you know, so you're like, oh, he's not going to be the bad guy. Aye. But, Aye. It, it fucks with your perception yeah, of that. Totally. And it... You only really come to that conclusion, but for me anyway, like you were saying, in the last part of the movie, where you, you know, like, well, obviously we'll get to that point, but aye, totally, uh, it sets you up thinking that, you know, the, the guy is, he's found breaking in his house, he's going to be the bad dude when it mm-hmm. turns out. I don't necessarily think Egerton's a bad guy. No, he's, I mean, he's, but he's, he's definitely, but, but he does some stuff in this that you know, I, I'm thinking, you know, from, from if I was putting myself in that position, I wouldn't. I wouldn't have did, did the things that he yeah, did. Yeah, you know, yeah. they, they seemed they seemed extreme 
Like, but when they didn't have to be, do you know what I mean? Aye, I mean, he was just trying to protect his family, I think is, is the deal. Aye. But he, he does take it pretty far. Aye, he takes it too far. Like so, when they initially get the well and like, he ties him up to aye, the that tree bit, and yep. leaves him outside overnight and just kind of sits watching him. And the guy's moaning and for, I mean, I yeah. felt, I mean, I thought that was pretty fucking extreme. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It was like, you know, just tying him to a tree and stuff like that. And I get it, he's, like, he's trying to make sure that the guy's been out there long enough that if he is infected that he can go then yeah. go to the tree and see if he's infected he's kept him away long enough but ha- I thought that has, was he, pretty... has he though because that's the thing you don't you don't really know the, the duration the disease takes to manifest well, itself there is that obviously at the end Travis like he's he's infected aye aye and, and it's fucking and I, I think he's infected right from the start so it's almost like I thought it was a kind of bit sadistic mm. you know what I mean it was almost like he was enjoying it a wee bit aye aye so I suppose again I think if you went back and watched this movie you'd probably like see me sign to him like, you know he maybe missed the first time mm-hmm. round but that makes sense then I like it's like he's unnecessarily taking things that bit too far aye it's like in the pursuit to protect his family he's taking things a wee bit further than he needs to aye aye yeah. But I mean, the you know, he leaves me. I think it's maybe overnight, isn't it? I think it is just one night, which right? is fucked up because I've you know tied to a tree. And why does he take his fucking shirt off, man? It's like, I mean, it's like he's torturing him. He's got the bag on his head. He's as well. freezing cold. Yeah. It's he's in a mid because it's fucking freezing. Do you know mm. what I mean? He's he's got no clothes. Well, he's got trousers on, but top off, which I found fucking bizarre. Mm. I was like, why the fuck does he take his top off? It's fucking strange shit. And then you know ties him to a tree. And it's weird because obviously through the night when he's tied to this tree, it, it, there's a lot of shots of the sun kind of like in the bedroom listening to him moaning. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of weird stuff with the sun. Did you find that when you were watching there it is. as well? There was a lot of emphasis on him with certain bits, like dialogue sections and I, I when think, he's not actually involved in yeah, the dialogue. I think the idea behind that is that the sun's already infected. Like Travis is already infected and a lot of what you're seeing through his eyes is like a, a fever dream. All right, so, so like, you think the son's actually infected? Travis, I think he's infected right from the start. The the the, the their son, their son, I right. uh, Pop Joe Edgerton's son. Right, right, I, okay. Because he was sharing a room with the grandfather. So, that's right. So and he was. So, so I think he's he's infected right from the very start. I think. And, and he's constantly having those something. Kind of... I, something I read about it is that part of the what the disease causes is it causes you to sleepwalk. So all those, all those times where you see him kind of creeping about the house and stuff, that's him. Actually he's actually sleepwalking. sleepwalking. Because he. Had, Joe Eggert asks him at one point, doesn't he? Aye, he I think it's when they find uh, the other son, the, the, the young kid. kid. Like Travis finds him sleepwalking, sleepwalking and then Joe Edgerton asks him, he's like, oh, does, he, does he sleepwalking? It becomes a bit of a, a, a kind of tension point. Aye, it's like they know, he knows that's one of the signs that <clears throat> kicking in, just sort of thing. Yeah. Aye, but I mean, <clears throat> that's interesting, so I never really thought of that. Yeah, I, I didn't either. It was, it was something I, I uh, watched uh, when I was kind of researching the film and that was one of the th- things that came up was one of the, Right. Well, the way the disease, partly the way the disease presents itself is that the people sleepwalk. Yeah. They have these fever dreams while they're sleepwalking. I mean, that makes sense because there's a lot of parts where he's having nightmares with his grandfather's mm-hmm. coming back to him and all that. You know what I mean? But the, and there's a lot of, I mean, th- things where like he's having like dreams and like, spewing up that black yeah, the shit, black the black goo. But I yeah. thought that, but I just put that down to him being like paranoid as fuck that you know ah, same, he was going to get it yeah. sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? But that's interesting. I never really thought of it that way. Huh? Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool, man. So eventually, when they find when they pass the test, you know, after he's tied him to the fucking tree overnight, just pretty much bald naked, you know, he asks him a bunch of questions about the, you know, why are we here, and the the guy explains to him, you know, my family and stuff like that. Yeah. We, we ran out of food, we ran out of water, um, 
and then he agrees, like, okay, well, let's, let's jump in the jeep. And yeah, can I convince to convince them to like share their, their resources? That's right. Aye. It sounds like Will's got a lot of food but no water. Right. And Paul's got, about. He's water, got a well. but no food. So they, they kind of decide, decide, well, you come and live with us and we'll share aye, aye. what we've got. Aye. So then when they're, they're kind of heading out in the, in the jeep, it's almost like they're, they're not that far out and then they get no, ambushed. Two guys. Aye. Yeah. Which to me is kind of strange because like he even says it in the movies like he says you know these fucking guys he's like he says you told me that you've been you've came all this way to my house you've not seen a single person mm. and, he's, and I think he actually says well well literally like 10 minutes out of my house and fucking yeah, somebody just, blows my tyres out yeah. sort of thing and he's like no man genuinely don't but at that point I was still thinking maybe he did know the guys see I, I did wonder if he did I mean by the end of it I don't think he did no I don't but think he did at that point I was like oh maybe he does know these guys maybe he does aye and they're kind of setting up some sort of ambush on yep. the house no assault on the house too. aye so it was kind of interesting that they did that because it put a wee bit of more distrust in the world I guess character. I mean the, the, the film's about paranoia and absolutely you know, so aye. I guess that's that's just another way to feed yep. that, that paranoia aye. And putting you in the headspace of Joe Edgerton's Paul, Aye. Paul, you know, like he's already paranoid, and then Aye. this happens, and, and then this happens, and just escalates yeah. it even more. Mm. So it ends up eventually do shoot the two guy. Well, Egerton's character shoots the two, two dudes, he, kills him. That's pretty yeah. fucking harsh that part actually, because the last guy is still alive, and because uh, Will's kind of punching, yeah. punching him about, and he jumps off him, and then Paul just walks up and fucking shoots the guy in the chest, and mm. and that's when Will kind of like, what the fuck? Yeah. He's like, I, I, he didn't have to do that. He's like, why the fuck did I not have to do that? He's like, just because we asked him fucking questions. And he's like, and at that point, I was like, right, okay, I don't think Will's, I, I don't think it was an ambush or anything like that. Mm. But then it kind of cuts, you don't see them going and getting his family, it's just then they're, they're back, they're back yeah. with the family, and then... It all seems to kind of be a bit playful, no playful, but a bit happy aye, families for a wee while. Seems okay for for a little while, but then aye. obviously the, the seeds of doubt start. <clears throat> aye, I mean, in. for me, like there was a bit again playing with the paranoia thing as well. You know that you had the part where Paul and Will, Paul cracks out the bottle, the old bottle of whiskey, and they're just like, aye, aye. and they're, they're just the two of them alone. I thought it was quite a cool scene actually, and they were just sitting, kind of drinking his glasses. I only cracked this shit out for good, no, for good occasions or whatever. He starts asking Will about his 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 family and his life and all that. I think he says a lot something like he's my only child. But when he was tied to the tree, he said to He said he'd had a brother. Aye. And you <laughs> see Paul's reaction, which I yeah. thought was real was played really, really well. Because he hardly says anything, but his reaction speaks a thousand words. Aye, you can tell like, he's like oh. he's went for I'm gonna sit have a whiskey with this guy. I'm I'm really comfortable yeah. with you now to uh, I think yeah. that was part of his. I don't think he did. I don't think he ever entirely trusted him. No, well, and I think that was part of his. Like, I'm going to sit and have a drink with him and get him a wee bit off guard and, and see, see if I can, can catch him out. Trip up when he does. Aye. Aye, but at that point again, you're thinking, is there something fucked up with the family? I don't know if you found that, but with, you know, uh, kind of batch, which we will, we will, kind of batch it back to Will again because he's mm. like, then he says, oh, it was my my brother-in-law. He was more like a brother uh, to me. Yeah, yeah. So again, you're thinking. Right, so there maybe is something happening here. Maybe there is something weird. So it was kind of kind of cool mm. that they did that. And then we get that kind of weird dynamic is obviously with the uh, with Paul's son and Will's uh, wife. Aye, he's, there's a sort of weird kind of attraction thing I think there. It's basically, he's a 17 year old boy and he's horny as fuck. Aye, I mean, I think aye. he's the only, the only other female around is his mum. Aye, you know, aye, so that makes sense. Aye. I, th I think that's all it is. Aye. but it, obviously it does create a wee bit of a tension. Aye, it, there's a bit See, this is our thing. I think the Will's family are all infected. 
Oh, really? Aye, because I think there's a point where Travis finds her in the middle of the night and surprises her, and she's like, oh, you know, I think she was sleepwalking. Right, right, okay. Because he has he has a fever dream about her as well. That's where right. She comes in she's, she's having sex. Ah, oh, she's, oh, she's crawls she's on top of black him. goo on his face. Ah, right enough. Aye. I never even thought of that, yeah, actually. So I think they're all infected already. And ah, Ned, right, okay. Will knows it, but he's obviously keeping it to keeping himself. It to himself. Again. But anyway, um, Aye. so he interrupts her at that point and then they have a conversation. There's a point where she sits back. Aye. And he clearly clocks, clocks, the, the, clocks uh, the chest. Uh, clocks the chest. Aye, uh, that's and right. And she leans forward again and she's like, mm, um, okay, well, yeah, But then she asks him what age he is. It's almost like, oh, this, this, yeah. this could be a thing here. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't laughs> maybe, she, maybe she's just looking for a, a wee bit of extra action in the, on the side or something like that. She does ask him his age, but right after yeah, that scene, which yeah. is almost like she's checking, testing the water. I don't know. It was, I think it was kind of that thing where, right. where she's like, right, okay, he's, he's a, young, a young man who's not... Aye. He's not got any other he outlet. Just, he just sees no. boobs and he's like, ah, oh, well, fair enough. Yeah, we've all been there. <laughs> Still there. <laughs> if I'm brutally honest. Bye. Um, so that was kind of interesting. Do you know what I mean? I, I think, I, again, I think that was just kind of in. He kind of pad it out a bit. I totally, you know but I mean, I mean but it, it does add another dynamic as well because then they, they didn't really play on it too much, but you no, know, well could have acted on that. Aye. You know, like, oh, your son's like. Aye, kind of pervin up my, my, my wife. wife. Aye, so. aye. aye. So I know it was it was kind of interesting. Especially the, the times where you kind of see him kind of creeping about the house with the lantern, and he, when he, especially when he takes the son back into the room and he opens the door, he stays a bit too long at the door he looking at them in bed. Long staring at them, aye, it's a ah, bit, it's a bit, bit creepy. Bit, I, 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 there's a couple of creepy bits because he's got that wee room that he goes up aye, in the and attic listens, uh, and he can hear the the, the banter mm-hmm. back and forth. In fact, he listens to them having sex, does he know? Aye. The, the the film, you know, the the bit where they're out cu- cutting wood and that's the bit where the dog hears something in the mm. woods it's during the day dog does a runner into the woods and obviously um fucking paul's son runs after dog because it's yeah, obviously yeah. he loves the dog do you know what i mean and again i fucking hate when farms do this <laughs> they always do this man so like they deliberately fucking fuck with the dog right the dog runs off into the woods paul's fucking what the fuck are you doing man yeah. you, but this is the point we, we were talking about earlier where you think this is there's, there is uh, there's going there to be, be a supernatural element to this sort of thing mm. because when they chase the dog the dogs they can't see the boy can't see the dog but then the dog stops barking all of a sudden mm. and that's when you get that shot and just into the trees yeah and he and it's and it goes back to his face as well and he kind of looks like almost as if he saw something yeah did you get that as well hey not not so much but i did get the the vibe of like when it shows you that you're expecting to see something. You're staring at it the same way he's staring at it, and you're like, right, something's gonna. Yeah, just maybe come, come out, come out, say, yeah. yeah, exactly. But, but there's nothing. But there's nothing. No, <coughs> it's it, all, it's all in their head. This is the bit that I was about to ask you about because I, I was kind of confused, right? So obviously it cuts to later that night, and the, the son's fucking mm. distraught because his dogs and you know they're eating dinner and stuff like that. And the, the, then what happens is like that night when they go to sleep, the son again's up during the night. And then he hears like noise coming through the, the, the kind of one way in, kind yeah. of the red the red door entry. <clears throat> and he goes down and the door's already open, isn't it? Yeah. And yeah. and then he hears like noise and he runs up, gets his dad up. And that's when Joel Egerton's character, Paul, goes in. I think he goes in with Will, doesn't he? With the mask on, they put the gas mask do, on. Do and the stuff. two of them go in? I, I think remember. they do, yeah, I, I think aye. they do. And they go in and they see the dog. But the dog's all fucked up. I know. This is the bit where I, I thought, right, there's something out there that's done that what, what's, what's your thoughts because that doesn't really yeah, add I don't up know, to me man. I don't know um, I, because it isn't a supernatural film yep. I thought maybe it was other people that kind of got a hold of the dog and they're trying to spook the family out the house maybe aye right okay you know? aye maybe I mean could be but I mean it doesn't it doesn't explain it you, but, know, you don't you don't get an answer but again it's that flirting with 
something else. It's making you think that it's going to be something else. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because that's yeah. very... Like when the door's already open as well. Aye. And you know what I mean? So it's like, why is the door open? I think the door's open because of Travis and he's sleepwalking. So I think Travis opened the door. But right. he, did, he didn't know he opened Doesn't the door because it? Aye. Sleepwalking when yep, he did it. Yep. But the dog seems to be like really fucked up. Aye, and it seems it's kind of still alive, isn't Aye, it? It's, it's kind of whimpering and, and stuff, stuff covered like in blood. Aye. Yeah, I don't know. I, like, I've, I have no answer for the dog. So yeah. this is kind of around about, can I just pie the halfway point to follow me? Aye, aye. So, I mean, you've got the, for me, there's there's a two supernatural-esque parts that come in. You've got the bit where he's looking into the woods where he expects mm-hmm. something. Then right after the, the bit with the dog. The dog, yeah. Right, so, and then it, it kind of, it just changes the, it doesn't change direction the film still stays in the same sort of vibe yeah. but it's almost like it kind of discards the, that part it's the dog thing the like dog it, thing they, they there's no explanation for no. What, what happened to the dog like at all no so, it's weird and aye how did the dog get back in yeah do you know what I mean so aye it's, so there's that whole thing it's, it's, it's kind of strange yeah aye so I, I, mean, <laughs> I think that's point the point of the film like it's to leave it all leave it all hanging and like is, is it supernatural isn't it supernatural because is nah, you don't know maybe the, maybe the actual fucking disease itself is supernatural maybe, you don't know because yeah. you don't know anything about there's it there's no backstory no, no nothing at all yeah. but then this is when you start to get the kind of tension building between I, it really builds it for this point on because nah, they start arguing it. about the door and who opened the door and, aye it's yeah. the first time you see Will start to kind of be a bit pushy aye he's, he's a bit more defensive about his own family that's right because well. uh, I think Travis says or oh, maybe it was uh, it was Andrew that opened the door, and he's like, "No, he's too young to open the door." Like he's, thinking, he's like, "Well, I seen him out sleepwalking the other night, and that's where the whole sleepwalking conversation comes in." Yep, yep. And they start having a wee bit of an argument about it, and they, right. they decide to separate the families. They're like, "Look, maybe you should go to that side of the house, and we'll go to this side of the house, and we should just stay apart from each other for a wee while." Aye, that's right. Aye, and then it's like, um, I think it's the son again. He he's like kind of he goes up into his wee attic room thing mm. where he kind of does a bit of spying, um, and he hears. The kid screaming and shouting and aye, moaning and stuff like and that. He goes to Paul and says, "Oh, I think Andrew's infected." That's and right. That's what sets the whole kind of last the last the, the, the last, off, aye, yeah. the last. That's it. This is when you realise that you, what you've been watching it's actually uh, Paul. That's the the fucked up one. Yeah, out the lot of them because uh, he goes to the room. Not not necessarily at this this exact point, but obviously he goes to the the, the other family's room. You know, he's like, "Can I come in and see your son and shit like that?" And then there's a kind of I come in and come on in and then Wall pulls a gun yeah. on Paul and that's the bit as well like when he pulls a gun on him tells him to come into the room and shut the door he demands that he takes his mask off yeah like so have you got any thoughts on that why does he know that his family's infected and he wants to infect him as well maybe I don't know man seems weird yeah it's like nobody's fucking infected here I, I think it's just that thing's just a you know what people are like with the masks and stuff during the aye the pandemic, COVID pandemic you know is, i think it's that that type of things like why are you wearing a mask like everybody's aye not everybody's fine in here take that mask off you know but that's kind of cool as well because it bats it bats it back again to will that when will pulls a gun on him and the way he's telling take the fucking mask off puts a kind of sinister edge on him again so yeah. it kind of bats it back to, you're kind of going back and forth between him and Paul mm-hmm. who's who's the fucked up one who, you know what I mean yeah. so then we get that kind of scene where Will oh, wow. leads Paul out the room with a gun to his head mm-hmm. but then obviously Paul's wife she's got a gun yep. and she's pointing it straight at Will's head and uh, this is the point where I was like you know Will at this point saying like just let my family go I just mm. want to just give us what you know what we what we need basically, and we'll fuck off and leave you alone, right? This is when it escalates, and I was, I was curious to see what you thought. That's because I was to me, Will didn't have any like really 
heavy demands. It's not like he was like, give me all your fucking Aye, food or anything. It's been very reasonable. reasonable. It's like, well, we'll just take what we're doing and then we'll exactly. leave you. Aye, exactly. Yeah. But fucking, you think, right, okay. But then Paul's character fucking turns on him and yeah. basically starts fucking him up. And I'm yeah. so like, and at this point I'm thinking, I don't get this. This is like, why the fuck? They're actually wanting to leave you. Why? Yeah. why you, it's unnecessary for you to do what you're doing. I mean, there's probably a million things going through his mind. He's like, well, if they leave and they bring other people back. You know? Ah, well, there is that. We, you, know, you know where we are holed up and we've got, we do have stuff now. So ah, that's he, a good point, if actually. He, if he says he's going to go away, then he just goes away and comes back and Aye. takes our stuff. You know, it's, Aye, well, that's, a, that's a good point. We, we already know that he's, Paul's pretty paranoid about Aye. the whole situation so that this yep. is just kind of adding up and adding up on, on, on his head you know? Aye. so then we get that kind of the, the, the tables are turned again so mm. Paul's then get the upper hand and then that's when they they take him out into the woods and I think he's like you know does he put him back in a barrel because he kind of punches punches ah, him yeah he, kinda knock, he knocks him out I think, he, the gun, the gun. I think he butts yeah. a gun and then so we get him at, at, we get that same shot that we got at the beginning when the, gran, the, the grandfather, grandfather out, out. now he's wheeling well out, well so, out. so you're like oh shit is he going to execute Aye. him and the Paul's when he's wheeling him out and stuff like that, you know, and the, the wife's that's outside at this point, and, and you're thinking, right, what the fuck's in Paul's head? Is it? I'm thinking, is he just going to fucking execute mm -hmm. everybody? It turns out that's exactly what he fucking <laughs> yep, does, man. Totally. I, I thought, like, I was just like, I get, I mean, you, when you said to me there, it makes more sense to why he did what he did, because he's probably thinking, if they go away, they could come back with other yeah. folk and, and basically take their food and their resources. But he's already, he's already killed Will, you know, and then he, Obviously, Aye. Kim goes to run away, and then he just kind of ah, he just pops hard on the kid, man. I was yeah, like, the kid kind of gets it first. That's fucked up, man. I mean, I, I guess by that point he's thinking, well, I've, I've gone this far, so aye. But I mean, I wasn't expecting that. I must mm. admit, I wasn't expecting it to be yeah. quite as fucking cold as that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When he basically popped the, in fact, the acting for the, the, the sorry, what's about the woman's name again? E Riley Keo. Aye, I thought she was fucking excellent, man. Yeah, you know, because really she shoot. That's a horrible party. You know, you're expecting, because you don't see him actually shoot. You just see from behind him and mm. then you hear the gunshot. And I thought, you know, most films would maybe cop out and just have the two of them dead. Like yeah. they probably went through both of them sort of thing. But it didn't. It was yeah, actually, he, the shot. he shot the kid first and killed yeah. the kid first. So it's then it's her reaction to yeah. him shooting they, the kid. Because yeah, the, the shot happens and they both fall and then you you don't really hear anything and then she starts screaming and you're Aye. like, oh, he's killed the kid. Aye, fucking yeah. ha properly harrowing. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't seem too plussed about it. He's not like, the time, no, you would be a lot more fucked up about yeah. it, I think, but I thought she was great, man. Yeah. It was fucking... Everybody was good in this, I thought. I know the acting was, was excellent. Aye, I can't, I can't knock it, knock mm. the acting whatsoever. But then, obviously, I he just fucking shoots her as well. Mm. And I'm just like, fuck me, man. This, this is... Nah, he's just took yep. it there, man. <laughs> he took it to a really fucking grim place. And at this point, I was like, I can't scoff, man. That's <laughs> like... You, you, you've picked some grim ones aye, as well. Man. Aye, man, I know. I'm going to noise you up. But yeah, I was like, I was like this is just the road part too, man. <laughs> um, then we get the kind of later on, and obviously... the. This is when the boy realizes Travis realizes that he's actually yeah, he's infected. He's infected yeah. and stuff like that. Then we get that kind of scene where, where I guess you know it's the very last scene in the movie where it's the two the, the mother and the father sitting at the the dining table and they don't even think they say anything, do they? Nah, they just kind of look at each other and at that point you're like they both know that they're fucked. They've they've, they've got they're it as well. Aye, as well. They've yeah. got it as well. And so all, all that all, everything that happened was all for all what? for fuck all. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Aye. A very, very fucking shocking ending, do you know what yeah. I mean? And it's one of those movies, man, 
after talking to you about it, I'd probably go, I would go and watch it again, but I yeah. would leave it a while, do you know what I mean? Aye. And then go back and watch it. I, when I, I'll be honest, up until I spoke to you, I thought I, I would never revisit this band because it's one of those, for me, it, it, my first initial reaction there, I've just thought, everything that it's in it, it it's, it's obvious now you know what I mean there's yeah, no really yeah. too much you can go back and kind of dig out but I think there might be because like you say there's the wee tales and yeah. things that certain characters do in the sleepwalking part I mean I didn't yeah, even catch that that, I mean, that was something I didn't know about at all until I, I read some stuff about it and I was like oh that's, that's an interesting kind of spin on it it does put a new twist on everything that we see Travis doing because mm -hmm. one of the other things I did notice this when I was watching the film the aspect ratio changes right, okay. while you're watching the film so when Travis is what we now see is sleepwalking yep. the aspect ratio narrows oh really um, and then when he's, when he's not dreaming it's kind of a wider aspect so it's to give you that the, you know when he's dreaming sort of I, thing but right. that doesn't stay consistent because towards the end it right. narrows even more when you're in like a a situation where you think it's a, a normal kind of waking waking day. Right. By the end of the film, I did notice like the the letterboxing gets really really kind of oh, rigid. Really? Yeah. I never even noticed that. Notice it? No, I never I, noticed. I noticed. I did notice it the first time I watched it. This time when I watched it, I did notice the change in aspect ratio, and I noticed that it had gotten really kind of tight. So that's deliberate then. Aye, oh totally, hundred percent deliberate. Then um, apparently it was something to do with the dreaming, and then by the time you get to the end, it's a bit of a fever dream, and you're not sure what's uh, what's real, real and what's, what's no what's real not dreaming. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting actually yeah, I totally. that's, that's an interesting uh, tool to use that mm. I don't know that, have you noticed that being used before the other filmmakers do use it it's not usually in that type of right, okay. way like uh, Wes Anderson uses changing aspect ratios quite a lot right, okay. it's more an artistic thing for him rather than aye like story like, story. like a storytelling aye. I think but uh, you do see it in films it's, it's it, it became a kind of trendy thing right, within okay. the past few years to right. switch your aspect ratios up during the film. Right. Oh, that's interesting because I, I never caught that at all. Mm. Um, well, the first time I watched the film, I didn't catch it at all, but this this is my second watch of the film. I saw it when it came out and then I saw it again, watched it again for the podcast. Did you see it in the movies? He, no, I think I... Did I go and see it in the movies? Or did I watch it online? Mm, I don't actually remember. Yeah, you're talking about the, the aspect ratio thing. Actually, now that you mention it, the f the only film I've ever no noticed that happening and like I went holy fuck that's weird was Interstellar aye that's because no one shoots his kind of big effect stuff in uh, an IMAX format right and then he shoots his kind of normal stuff in I think it's like 72 mil but it's pretty fucking severe in that movie yeah. it's, actually, it's that... supposed to be because obviously sequence, some sequences are shot for IMAX yep so, totally so the, the stuff that's in IMAX goes proper big it's kind of weird though isn't it Hey, for home viewing I mean for home viewing aye because the way it works in home viewing is you usually just get a full screen and then you get a letterbox aye, exactly. so the IMAX stuff goes full screen and yep. then everyone just goes letterbox but just because you mentioned that that's the only mm. film I can actually remember off yeah. the top of my head where it actually I was noticeable I mean that's changing because I remember mm. thinking my DVD was my Blu-ray was fucked I was like what the fuck's going on <laughs> and then I went no it's obviously meant to do that I think he's done that with all his movies post Inception, I think, because Inception wasn't a shot like that. But then I think everything he's done since then, he's had IMAX elements in his films. Right, okay. So he's done that kind of dual. Aye, the kind of using both thing, sort of aye. thing. Mm. All right, that makes sense. And yeah. I, but I, I mean, um, what's my initial, what's my, my conclusion in this film? I think it's, uh, I think it's very well acted. I thought mm. the acting was great. I thought the cinematography was really smart. I like the way they used the house. Um, again, yeah. don't know if it was actually the inside of that house or it was on a uh, sound stage or something right. like that but whatever the actual the I like the, the kind of claustrophobic corridor 
you know, the, the weird angles the and stuff like that. The whole film felt very claustrophobic aye, when totally. you were inside the house. Even even sometimes when you were in the forest, it felt kind of claustrophobic. Aye, did, closed aye. In, you know? Everything was at weird angles in the yeah. house as well. You know, even that the wee, weird, weird room that he went into in the attic mm. was a really bizarre kind of triangular aye, it was weird. kind of tight on one side and had a bit of space aye, on the other maybe deliberately made to I think he was he was quite a kind of tall gangly, gangly boy so he looked weird when he was in the space you know aye it's, I don't know if again that again that's kind of smart because it's making the character and, and uh, the, the, the kind of surroundings a character in itself kind of like aye, the shining does yeah, do you know what yeah. I mean um, so I like that part of it and I like the the kind of ambiguous red door and turns out it didn't really have any real significance but it kind of made you think there was aye, aye. Um, because and I, they put significance on it by shooting it the way they did I, I, exactly yeah. and it being at the, the end of that you know that, that aye, weird corridor it was always kind of pushing in on it as well yep you know, it was, totally totally it's suggesting that there's something behind it I suppose like you say it's, it's just people aye it's just people it's, it's just the, the only thing that was behind it was whatever's in your head which, exactly. which we all get you know when you're home alone at aye, night aye, and totally. you hear something creak somewhere so and you you're think, like what's that you think, what the fuck is that man is that mm. Freddy Krueger <laughs> um, bye totally it would have been a Freddy Krueger aye just like hey it was a, a stealth a stealth nightmare <laughs> on Hill Street aye. it's like watch this fingers off man. <laughs> aye that's the things that I like I mean I didn't dislike this mm. I did like it but again it <sighs> It kind of, it's very, very, how do I say this? It's very common there, a lot of horror, although this isn't really a horror horror, but those kind of like heady horror movies that are yeah. getting made now, where it, nothing, I don't like seeing it. I don't like things to wrap up in a nice package, every movie, that's not what I like. But you know what I mean? Sometimes it's like, it's quite it's common. It's too, too ambiguous. Ah, it's yeah. like a trope now. It's almost like, are you a wee bit too lazy to kind of, make a what could have been an interest to make it that even wee bit cooler but yeah. they kind of just kind of let leave everything open-ended I mean, and I get it I mean see I, that the, the, the only thing that didn't make sense to me was the stuff with the dog because that, whatever, that, whatever happened to the dog is never explained no. but I think the rest of the film explains itself it's, it's in the realms of reality aye. Aye. It's, it's basically there's a mad pandemic going on everybody's paranoid about yep. it these two families come together one guy's particularly paranoid and it's yep. just everything building up in their heads no, no. And, that's, and that's the gist of the film for me you know it's the, the it is what is in your head no. you know, that, that's all it is that's all it needs to the, be the dog thing aside because we don't know what happened to the dog aye. We, don't, we don't know what it was that fucked it up yep you know yep no um, aye so I suppose um, what's, your, well, what's your initial what, what things <laughs> did you like about it and was there anything that you didn't just the same stuff I, I like I liked the feel and the tone of the film it, it did a really good job of having just enough creep in it yep. and doing it without having an it I no, forcing it I without there being a supernatural element to it but suggesting that maybe there is aye I really like that I like I liked the way it looked the way it was shot that thought yep. the acting was really good yep I was one of those people that saw the trailer when it first came out and thought it was going to be like a creepy supernatural horror movie yep me as well and then it wasn't and I was a wee bit disappointed the first time I seen it and me I, as well I'd kind of written it off since then but then I I remembered it and I put it in the list for this. Yep. And having watched it again, I, I took a bit more from it, knowing that it. I wasn't expecting it to be aye, a supernatural aye, so you, film. So, so you were expecting it to be what it exactly what aye, it was. So I watched it, it for that, and yep. I, I took more from it. And I actually enjoyed it more. Enjoyed it more this time aye. than I did the first time for sure. Aye, because it's the title's misleading for a start, right? It's supposed to be though. The cover's misleading. Yeah. Because that, that, that silhouette, yeah. but again, it is. But I can. 
it's kind of like cutting your own throat in a way, man. Uh, Aye, no, absolutely. Because you know you're, I mean? you're going to get people who are expecting that one film and then they're just going to hate it because it's not that Aye. film. So in a way, it's, it's kind of got balls doing it. Mm. It's kind of almost a bit stupid as well. It, it's somewhere between the, those two. It's almost like really kind of <laughs> interesting. Really smart or really, stupid. really fucking stupid, like kind of marketing it in that way. Yeah. Um, but that's A24 as well. Like that company, they always do mad stuff with their marketing. I mean, what else have they did? He, that last one, Lamb, that was out. That was one I've of not those. seen that. That's yeah. meant to be fucked up, though. Yeah, I will. There you go. That's, Ask it. Was her face at the Norwegian? Pass. That's all right. Yeah. She's Norwegian? He, she's, I think she's Scandinavian. Scan- I think she's maybe Icelandic. She's Icelandic. Yeah. I think she's Swedish or something like that. I'm, I'm, talking, uh, maybe yeah, talking I'm, sure, I'm sure I read somewhere she's like got mixed. Can I ah, right, she's okay. like Icelandic and Swedish. Nah, maybe. right, okay. That makes sense. I. Aye, that movie's meant to be fucking weird, man. Aye, but I mean, the most recent one was The Whale. The, 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 the recent Fraser, one, the Brendan Fraser got the that, Oscar for. That's, so that, that's an A24 good. film. Uh, the Wrestler, I think, was an A24 film. Wrestler was good. Wrestler was good. Uh, Aye, it was. Pie was one of theirs, actually, going, going Is that the back. one with the boat? The no, Pie, the Darren Aronofsky one. The, the guy. Was oh, that the Black White, the black white yeah. movie? That's like, that's fucking old, that. That's, that's an old film. I, I, I didn't realise one of I'm just looking at their. Kind of the list of films and that's that's on. That must have been one of the first ones, eh? It must have been, right? Way back. Because that came out about twenty years ago. Yeah, or after Sun, Bodies, 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 uh, Everything Everywhere All At Once is one of theirs. Right. They've had a good year actually. The so they, that's the production that's company. Pro- that's the production company, aye. So they always seem to go for things that are a wee bit Green kind of. Night was one of theirs as well. So they, they, they do films that are a bit weird and a bit out there. A bit off, aye. Mm, aye. And this also was one of those films, but it's not It's not overly weird. But it, uh, is, but it is. It's, but it's, it's, that's the it, kind of it, cool thing about the film. It's only weird because it's 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 packaged. Uh, it's no package packaged wrongly, but you know what I mean. It's it's, it's, it's painted to be something by the title and the the poster, yeah. and it, and it isn't that. It is, yeah, it's, not, it's not at all. Aye. So I mean, let's say it, it, it kind of is what it is when it comes to that. But I suppose get to the rate. The rate. Interesting. Hey, but, uh, cool. I'll give mine. It's things are three. It's a three for me. Um, I don't know. I, I kind of ver, virgin on four. It's like a really, yeah. It's a high three, just because because I, I really dig the tone. Right, the film. It's just that creep. It does a really good uh, job of setting up the, the creep. You know, the factor Aye. of the film and no, I get and it. Setting up the paranoia as well. Of, you know, like where you're almost like you're like, oh, well, do, do we trust Will? Do, do we trust Aye. Paul? Like, and the, the flipping of you know the antagonist protagonist thing was mm. was, was cool. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to say, I'm going to get a three, right? Like just a flat, a flat three. I think the acting was top tier. Mm-hmm. I mean, the acting was like a four, you know, four, yeah. four point five. You know, it was very, very well acted and stuff. Even you know, um, the the young um, Travis's um, the the, the, the younger actor kids. that played, I no the the son Travis. Travis. Yeah. Even he was really good at it. You know, mm. I mean, um, he's a young a young man. Um, but I I get a three. Um, yeah. I, I'd maybe watch it again, but it would be further down the line, do you know what I mean? But I must admit, I probably wouldn't have watched it again if I hadn't hadn't spoken to you about it. Right. Which is kind of interesting in itself. Aye, three. Cool. I'll just fire this up and we'll take a look at what we're watching next. Aye. A Stranger Calls Back from 1993. Ooh. Do you know this one? I do know this one, man. Right. I don't know this one. This is a, aye. This is one of the ones I recommended for you. Aye, I think, I think, I think you'll like this. Cool. Aye. Okay. Well, join us next week when we watch a stranger calls back on Shit the Man I Have Seen. See you later.